0: Welcome to Coach Bennett's Podcast, where every run has a purpose, where kindness is hardcore, where this is about running, and this is not about running, where every starting line is a finish line in disguise, where rambling still gets you where you need to be, where pineapple will never ruin your pizza, and the sodas, adult and not adult kind, are always cold, and where there is room on the starting line for everybody. I'm Coach Bennett. Thank you for letting me be a part of your day. Let's get started. This is episode 25. That's right, episode 25, Coach Bennett's podcast. Thank you, running. And I'll tell you what, this is honest marketing because this episode is all about gratitude and thankfulness for running and runners and the run and the culture and the community, everything about running so thank you to you for listening to thank you running and a little special um moment at the end where i get to give some details about drumroll best runner ever that's right best runner ever is coming back we're gonna have a best runner ever winter edition and if you're wondering like what in the world is best runner ever It is a four-week program that we had in 2022. Coach Bennett, the greater, that's Coach Tammy and I, and we get asked all the time, when is it coming back? Well, it's coming back this February, so listen to this episode, because at the end, I'm going to tell you all about it, but until then, we're going to just give thanks. So, let's get started. Welcome to episode twenty five of Coach Bennett's podcast. that's right twenty five Does't it seem like every new episode, the number lends itself to like it being epic like twenty five that's a quarter. And if you're in the United States, like literally it's a quarter. And if you were well, I'm not gonna give away when I was born, but when I was born, the quarters were special. So for whatever reason. Well, not for whatever reason. For that reason, I love the quarter, which means I love 25, which means I love this episode. And this is, i got to be totally honest with you, this is a special episode. I'm not going to say it's a love letter, but it is a thank you letter. It's a thank you letter, thank you message, thank you podcast to running, to runners, to the activity, to the community to everything that surrounds it and is inside of this kick-ass, bad-ass, big-ass sport of ours running. That's why episode 25 is thank you, running. And because it's being dropped on this specific holiday weekend, again, it's the Thanksgiving holiday time of year, uh, I'm going to try to make this as efficient as possible. I can't commit to no rambling but I am going to try to limit the rambling and the reason why is because I know everyone's really busy and now if you go all the way back to the very very beginning of I think maybe even the trailer episode I call attention to the fact that I'm going to do my best to keep that in mind that everyone's super busy and try not to ramble as much as I normally do I don't know if I've been totally successful with that but I feel like I've been partially successful. I feel like right now I'm doing exactly what I shouldn't be doing, which is rambling. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go right into where this comes from. And really it comes from about six years ago, five years ago, I'm sorry, five years ago, when I was uh, sitting down to type a new guided run for the Nike Run club app. And I just, I didn't have anything. I just, I, it, it just happens sometimes. And I, write a lot like a lot a lot and I just hit a point one day where I was like I I don't feel like I have anything to say I mean what am I gonna what am I gonna talk about what am I gonna say on this guided run and I had a blank page I didn't exactly know what I was going to do that day in terms of what was the new guided run I wanted to kind of create and I looked over at Tammy and I said I I don't have anything to say. I don't have anything to write. I've, I've hit like the bottom of the well. And as far as I can tell, there's no water. And she said, why don't you just say thank you? And I was like, what? And she said, just say thank you. And I thought, that's a great idea. And that's where the thank you run came from. So if you've done that before, I've kind of told that story at the beginning of the run. If you've never done that run, now is a great time to do the thank you run. It's a 45-minute run where we're basically celebrating thankfulness and gratitude. And I'm, I'm talking about some of the things I'm thankful for, and I'm kind of prompting you to come up with uh, what you're thankful for in that given statement category, whether it's a person, a place, a thing. And that was a huge success. So the following year, I came out with another thank you run. And the year after that, it was, I believe, the grateful 8K run. The year after that, now it's like a tradition, was the grateful 5K run. Last year was 30-minute thank yous. And this year is going to be this, thank you running. Thank you running. And I really want you to get into it. I want you to be a part of it. And I'm going to be kind of asking you during this entire podcast, episode 25, by the way, to be thankful, to be grateful. I think personally as a runner, it's a superpower to be grateful, to be thankful. And for a lot of different reasons, I think it's a little bit like uh, emotional mouthwash. Like you can be in a tough place. And you can be down and you can be hard on yourself. You can be hard on other people. Um, you can be sad. You can be upset. You can be angry. And I think being grateful, having a moment of gratitude or thanks for someone in your life, for something in your life, really helps. I know it helps me um, when I have uh, at least the, the awareness to do this when I'm going through a tough time, and just stop and say, you know what, I'm I'm really thankful for this person. I'm really thankful that I have this in my life, or I'm really thankful that I don't have this in my life. And it it kind of, um, at least to me, it clears my mind a little bit. Um, it, it it calms me down, and it it makes me happy. You know, I'm not saying I'm no longer angry or sad or confused or frustrated. I'm just saying it's bringing in a little happiness. Like you you can be multiple things at once. You can be angry and you can be thankful. You can be frustrated and you can still have gratitude. You can be sad and you can also be happy at the same time. It doesn't have to be like one feeling entirely blanketing your emotional capabilities. So it's it's something that you should try. I also think it's great on a run because it's energy. I think it's positive energy. It's 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 forward moving energy. It's it's like a progression towards something good as opposed to uh, a regression, <laughs> you know, steps back, strides back. I think if you're on a run, um it's good to remind yourself I do this actually more often than not in, in the running situation where I'm out on a run and if I'm not feeling great, I will consciously look around and I'm lucky there's a lot of trails near me and I'll be thankful for uh, literally trees. Trees are badass, by the way. And if you've lost sight of just how badass trees are, which can happen because they're you know, for you know, they're everywhere. Um I wish they were in more places, but that's, that's maybe another uh, conversation, but I will go past one and I'll just rest my hand on the bark of a tree. It's amazing. If you haven't touched a tree in a while, I know I'm, I'm starting to go off on a tangent again, but, but if you haven't touched a tree, I mean, physically gone up and like felt the trunk and how alive it is and how magical it is, it really is. And, like, look up close at a leaf. Like, right now they're all turning colors here. Um, So before they go completely brown, it's really cool to just check out these reds and yellows and off greens and just orange. It's amazing. Like, just check it out. Colors in nature are are mind-blowing to me. I'm utterly fascinated by colors in nature. So, anyway, my point here is having the ability every once in a while to have a bout of gratefulness or thankfulness, I personally think is going to make you a better runner. And I think it's also going to make you a better person. It's, it's something worth incorporating into every day of your life in some way. I know that Tammy has had a, uh, a gratitude journal in, in one way or another, whether she's writing a couple sentences about it. She actually touched on this in the, the last uh, two coach Bennett's talking podcast where she's, um, had one going for, I think it's 12 years now, 12 years. So sometimes she'll draw something. I think it was like two years where she would every night draw something that she was grateful for. Um, or sometimes she would write something. Sometimes it was like a word. Like it was, it's just fascinating, but 12 years and it's a wonderful exercise. So, um, my hope is at least here's 30 minutes. I'm hoping this to be around 30 minutes of an exercise that we can both have where we're being grateful. We're being thankful for something. And at the end of this, we just feel better. We are better. So let's get started. Thank you, Running, for giving me my first goal. I, I always talk about this because I think it's it's one of the reasons why we have a connection to running. Everyone has a connection to running. When you're born, you know, when you're you're looking at a baby it's, it's a, um, it's a big deal when they can lift their head. Okay. Cause baby heads are gigantic, you know, for their body. It's actually kind of funny. I mean, check it out. Like they have these huge noggins and these little, little baby bodies. But so when they can lift their head up, it's a big deal. You're like, look at that strength. Baby's lifting their head up, but that's, that's not the end of the goal. So that's, that's not even, I think the main goal because what are they working towards? They're, they're working towards getting up on their hands and their knees and when they do that it's amazing and you cheer and you celebrate you're giving high fives to everybody you're probably taking videos and pictures and if you're like an uncle or an aunt or a family friend you're even there like getting in on it you're like this is amazing but that's not it because I don't think that's the ultimate goal because the next thing is they start to crawl. Huge deal. Again, more pandemonium, more pictures, more videos. You're inviting people over. You're getting invited over. Everyone's going crazy. The baby's probably like, this is, this is getting a little out of control. We're constantly having parties for me doing these things. And this isn't even the big thing I want to do because after they crawl, what do they do? They work towards standing and everyone's like, Oh my goodness, the baby is standing. Do you remember when all I could do was just lift its gigantic head and, and, You know, again, more parties. Now suddenly people are like, geez, like we're really hooking up the bakery because we keep ordering cakes for this baby who keeps doing these things. And the baby's like, you should just, I mean, I love celebrating, but I'll tell you what, like I'm not doing all of this work just to crawl or to stand. I'm doing this too. And everyone's like, walk because now the baby's walking. And everyone's again going crazy. This is amazing. No, it's when that baby runs that's what the baby wanted to do. And I'll tell you why I know this. I know the babies aren't telling me this because you know, at this point, the babies can't really talk. It's because of their face. It's because of the joy on their face, the rapture, when they finally get to run and experience running. And then again, huge party, awesomeness, great times. And then soon thereafter, they get told basically by everyone to stop running stop running in the store, stop running around the pool, stop running at the beach, you're kicking sand up, don't run through the puddles. It's just nonstop. stop, stop running, which I think is I think also why all of us deep down want to run. So anyway, that's my long winded story for thank you running for giving me my first goal because I think my first goal was to build up the strength to run. Now what I would love is for you, maybe now, or maybe in a few minutes, or at the end of this, or maybe over the course of this call, think of think of some of the goals that have been associated with running that you've taken on, that you're thankful for, whether you achieve the goal or not. I, I mean, I, I'm i not saying I don't care. I just don't know if I could care any less about whether you achieve the goal or not, because you don't have to achieve the goal for it to be a worthy goal, for it to be a goal that you're really proud that you went after, took on, that you got some great things, positive things out of attempting this goal. So maybe think about it and maybe afterwards write down, you know, like, hey, good reminder, running set me on this path to take on this goal. Maybe it was a running goal or maybe it was an offshoot of running that led to it. But think about it. And again, don't assume this goal is going to be the goal that is the answer because you achieved the goal. You can achieve a whole hell of a lot on your way to not achieving a goal. So, thank you, running, for giving me my first goal. Right? Sounds pretty cool. I got another one. All right. Which seems like an odd follow up since I said that last goal doesn't have to be about success. But, thank you, running, for giving me the opportunity to experience success. That's right. I'll tell you what, here's a little, um, a a little insight into coaching. Okay. So if you're working with new runners, regardless of the age, doesn't matter. One of the things you want to set up in your coaching is that they experience success. Keep in mind, they earn it. You're not handing out success for free because people don't want that. They don't want free success. At least they shouldn't want it because it, it, it's not worth as much and they're going to realize that. So what you want is to set up your athletes, your new runners or your experienced runners. It doesn't really matter what you find out to experience success. That's why one of the truths of, of all of my coaching is wrapped up in that neat little sentence, measure success as many ways as you can, because it's intoxicating in a good way to experience success. It also builds confidence um, it's, it's something that helps with mental fortitude because when you're going through tough times, you have the, that reservoir of experiences where you did earn success. And you can say, I've, I've done hard things before, I can do it again. And running was something that taught me I could experience success, especially I could experience success when I worked hard hard for it, when I showed up, when I was consistent, when I cared, when I was passionate about it, I experienced the best kind of success. And I was more likely to experience success. So I want you to think about in your head, some of the successes you've had in running. And if you can't think of any, then that's a whole other conversation. Because every time you go for a run, it's littered with success. So I want you to think about some of the successes that you've experienced in running that you go to when maybe you're not feeling successful, when you're struggling, going through hard times, when you need a confidence booster. What are those successes you go to where you can say, I did that. And sometimes it's something big. I ran a 10k in a certain time or I, I, I ran 5k without stopping or uh, I won this race or I, I finished this trail which was considered really difficult and sometimes it's something small like I ran three days a week all winter last February and I had never done that before because the winters here are tough it could be I started a run crew and we're we're just about to start our second year and i've got 15 people showing up consistently that's a badass success so i want you to think about that and maybe pencil it down right now like okay i got to think of a success you know or successes that i that i go to or should go to when times are tough thank you running for giving me the opportunity to earn and experience those successes all right let's move on you know what thank you running for giving me the opportunity to fail That's right. I'll tell you what. There are a whole bunch of people in this world that are terrified of failure. There are more people that are scared of failure than there are people that realize it's a part of the gig, that it is a part of the show. It is a part of the agreement in life that you're going to fail, and you're going to fail a whole bunch. And running has given me the opportunity to fail a whole bunch, and oh, baby, have I failed. I have failed to show up. I have failed to cross the starting line. I have failed to make to the finish line. I have failed to win the race. I have failed to score the points I needed. I have failed to make it to the next round. I have failed to be a great teammate to other people. I have failed to be a great teammate to myself. I have failed over and over and over again. I have failed in trying to run a certain time. I have failed in trying to run a certain distance. I have failed to qualify for certain meets. I have failed. I have failed. I have failed. And running gives me that opportunity. Running also teaches me that just because I fail, it doesn't make me a failure, which is another great gift. So thank you running for that. What I want you to think about are those failures that you've had in running, And how you still, even though you failed, have made it to another starting line. You still have gone on and achieved other successes. You still are showing up even though you failed. What a great lesson. And imagine if we took that in all the other areas of our life, that we weren't constantly afraid to try something new, take on a big goal, be a part of a challenge, go on a journey, have an adventure, because I'm scared of failing. Running teaches us it's nothing to be afraid of. It's a part of the journey, the challenge, the goal, the adventure. It's a part of the race. It's a part of the run. You can handle it because running's already told you that you can do hard things. So thank you, running, for giving me the opportunity and the experience of failure. Let's do another one, shall we? I mean, we're rolling right along. This is great. Okay. Thank you, running, for all the great excuses you give me. Great excuses like the excuse to go outside, the excuse to move, the excuse to take care of myself, the excuse to take care of others, the excuse to have big, crazy, giant, kick-ass, badass goals, the excuse to have itsy-bitsy, teeny-weeny, little-bitsy goals, the excuse to meet up with friends that I haven't gotten to speak with in a long time. And go for a run with them. The excuse to start a conversation with someone. Because I know that they run as well. All these great excuses running has given me. Usually the, the word excuse has this like negative connotation. I think with running, it can have such a positive connotation. So think of all of the things running gives you the excuse to do. You know what I mean? Like Sometimes it's like the excuse to like get into bed on a Friday night. When, you know, there's that part of you that's like, just stay up late, you know, just keep watching TV, which, you know, sometimes there's there's nothing wrong with that. But running sometimes gives you the excuse to say, like, I actually need the sleep because I have to run in the morning. So my excuse to combat that late night part of my brain is like, you know what, we got to get into bed, buddy. Let's go. Sometimes it's the excuse to be like, let's drink a little bit more water, you know. And guess what? That's the excuse to stay hydrated. Why? Well, because you got that run in the morning. There's all these excuses that are so positive, that are so great, and they don't have a negative connotation. They should not. That word, the excuse, should not have a negative connotation when it's the excuse to do something great, the excuse to do something healthy, the excuse to do something good for you. Now, you got to be on the lookout for running, giving you the excuse to do the wrong things. Now, we also have to have like a little uh, addendum to the sidebar because I don't think running's giving the excuse. I think you are trying to make it look like running's giving you the excuse to do some things that are not good for you. Like a bad run is giving you the excuse to be a jerk to yourself. No, it's not. The run's not giving you the excuse. You're giving yourself the excuse by saying, the run's not going well, so I'm going to be nasty to myself. So just be on the lookout for when you're trying to put running in a bad position, when you're trying to say, well, running made me do it. No, running didn't make you do anything, okay? So just be on the lookout when you're trying to make it look like running's making you do something bad towards yourself. No, it's not. Running's never making you do something bad for yourself, okay? Running wants you to have a good run. Running wants you to be happy. Okay? Running wants you to enjoy running. You just be on the lookout for when you're trying to give yourself the excuse to be a jerk to yourself, to make running a punishment. Don't. No. Find those positive excuses. All right? So thank running for giving the excuse to do great things, to experience joy to have a great run, and thank running for giving the excuse to get the recovery you need, to get the sleep you need, to take the days off you need, because running wants you to have a good run, and sometimes the best way to have a good run is to have no run. Running wants those days off for you, okay? Running isn't greedy. Running doesn't need you every single day. Running doesn't want you always tired. Running doesn't want you miserable. Running wants you happy and healthy and strong. Okay, so thank you running for the excuses, the good ones. Okay, I got another one. And, and I know where it's like, I can see the clock kind of, I think I know when I started this and I don't want this to be too long because we can, we can always do this again. It doesn't have to be just this time of year, but again, I know people are busy, so I'm going to try to keep rolling through here. And I would also say, I've mentioned this a couple times when I'm bringing something up, if the, the simple act of me blabbing away is, is hard for you to be thinking of your own answers to these, these kind of thank yous, then write them down and come back to it later. Maybe on the run, maybe on the run or the walk or the hike or the, the the bike ride, or when you're swimming or something like that. Like in speaking of swimming, like, Oh my goodness, geez, talk about time to think. I mean, you're just basically staring at the bottom of the pool Or, like, very briefly, you're looking off to the left, off to the right, very quickly, and you don't really see anything. I mean, man, swimmers, you want to talk about mental fortitude. Jeez. It's like running on a treadmill facing a blank wall for an hour. Ugh. Now, part of this stems from the fact that I am a really terrible swimmer. I can swim. I can handle myself in the ocean. I can do all that stuff. But if you want me to do laps, oof. I mean, when I'm looking for a dose of humility, all I need to do is jump in the pool and try to swim for 400 meters. Woo. There was actually one time I was in college and I had, I forget what it was, probably my Achilles or something. My Achilles would act up every once in a while in college. And I got sent to the pool by my coach to uh, run in the pool or swim. It was up to me, just, you know, get a good cardio workout. And I was fit you know the only I, I was running strong i was fast things were going great it's just my Achilles was acting up so i'm about to get in the pool and i'm thinking i am i'm an endurance maniac right now i am a complete total stud and i'm going to dive into this pool and probably the carolina swim coach is going to be like walking around and be like who is that fish that fish man in lane 4 because he is an endurance machine. That's what was going on in my head. And I dove in, and I did the first lap, and I thought my form is probably perfect. They, they, will, they will probably now recreate you know, freestyle swimming based on how I look. It'll be like what Dick Fosbury did for the high jump with the Fosbury flop, how he just changed the event. Someone's going to walk by, and they're going to say, okay, I've seen the best freestylers in the world. But now I just saw the best freestyler in the world. And it's that guy in lane four. So now there's like two people gawking at me. Now, none of this happened because I got a lap and a half, maybe two full laps. And as I started, let's say the third lap, the third 25 meter lap, I I was completely out of control. Uh, My breathing was out of control. My heart rate was spiking. I had to stop on the wall. Now, keep in mind, I'm I'm running a lot, and I'm running hard, but it just didn't translate to the pool. Actually, see, you know what? Thank you, swimming. I know, it's kind of weird. We've been doing all this. Thank you, running. Thank you, swimming, for the dose of humility. It's great to learn to be humble if you need to learn to be humble, and swimming definitely taught me some humility. I got another story about cycling, which I'll do, but we'll save that for another time. So, Let's do the next one. Thank you, running, for being such a great matchmaker. Yeah. Thank you, running, for being such a great matchmaker. Obviously, the ultimate match that running made was I met my wife, Coach Tammy. We were on the same Carolina team. She was a runner, I was a runner. And we, you know, we didn't talk for like two and a half years, but then we started talking and it was, there we go. So I I will eternally be thankful to running for introducing me to my wife, but it doesn't end there. I mean, the people that I've met through this sport are the best people I've ever met. It's the teammates I had in middle school, high school, college, and then on Nike. It's the other coaches that I worked with, the coaches that I had. It's the competitors that I competed with. It's the volunteers at meets that I've gotten to meet. It's the writers. It's the people that put on as directors uh, of meets and road races it's it's this massive community of people it's new runners it's old runners it's ultra runners it's sprinters it's middle distance runners it's weekend warriors it's it's unbelievable to me how high a percentage of this community are just great human beings and as runners we have a connection you can strike up a conversation with a runner immediately. You know that. I know that. You're sitting in an airport. You're sitting at a bus terminal. You're, you're. It doesn't matter. You're at night school. You're at a coffee shop. If someone runs, you run. You can talk about something. And you probably know the same people somehow. Believe me, it's like the Kevin Bacon thing. Within like three or four people, you know somebody. You have somebody in common. You probably have done some of the same races. Or... They're, uh, they've experienced things that you're hoping to eventually experience or you've experienced things or you've experienced things that they hope to experience someday. So you can share a little of your earned wisdom with each other. It's just such a great community and all you need to do is go for a run and then you're matched up with millions of people around the world. You can get in an elevator in, uh, Toledo, Ohio, or Glasgow, or Manchester, or uh, Delhi, or Los Angeles. And if someone's coming in and they went for a run, and you can tell they went for a run, you go, how was your run? And they go, oh, it was good, but uh, it was a crazy fartlek. You know you're going to comment. You're like, oh, geez, either I love fartleks or fartleks are really hard, or what was the fartlek? and they're going to go oh well it was like two on two off and it was like hard easy and it was you know but it was hilly but oh yeah the hills tough especially when you get you know you're doing rolling hills and the hard part somehow is always finding itself on the uphill and then you're laughing in the elevator and that's it i mean just the fact that you both run and understand what a fartlek is it's magic and it goes back to that excuse thank you running for the excuse to talk to strangers to meet new people to strike up conversation To just listen and learn about someone else. And maybe they listen and learn about you. And now there's just a connection. It doesn't have to go any further than that. You may never see this person ever again. But that connection is out there in the universe. And it's a good one. It just humanizes us humans. So thank you running for being a great matchmaker, for putting us together, for 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 getting us on starting lines together, for getting us out there between those starting lines and finishing lines and helping each other and supporting each other. So just embrace this community. Thank you running for having this community surround you. That's, that's, that's one of my favorite ones of the day. So think about some of the people that you've met through this sport and maybe, when this is done, reach out to them and just say, hey, you know what, just thank you. Thank you for being in my life, in my universe, in this community. Thank you for being a part of this running world that we're both in. It'll, it'll make you feel good saying thank you, and it'll make them feel good to hear a thank you. Okay, I, you know, I've, I've, got a, I've got a list of about seven more, um, but I, I, I really want this to not be too long. The good thing is is we're definitely doing this again because this just even feels good to do. So my last one for this one is, again, because I'm I'm biased about certain things, okay? I've got a soft spot in my heart for teachers. By the way, I think everyone has the ability to be a teacher, and everyone has had a good teacher in their life. Now, that may be somebody who's at the front of a classroom. That teacher doesn't need to be in a classroom, though, to be a teacher. So it could be somebody on a playing field. Or it could just be somebody in your life. It could be someone in your family. It could be a neighbor. It, it could be somebody you worked with. It could be a friend. Okay? So thank you, Running, for being such a great teacher. I've been taught so many things through this sport. Too much to recite right now, especially as I'm trying to not have this turn into a 214-minute a run. Running teaches me something every single day, and that doesn't mean the activity of going for a run, that I'm learning something on a run, although I usually do learn something on a run. Um, what I'm also saying is the community of running, the sport of running, the history of running, the culture of running is teaching me something all the time. All of you are teaching me something all the time when you're writing me, reaching out to me, telling me about your struggles, your breakthroughs, the barriers you've come up against, how you've knocked them down, how you've overcome things in your life. I'm learning from you every single day. I am constantly a student, constantly, just like I am constantly an athlete, not just a coach. And when I was teaching high school, I was learning from the kids I was teaching. I was learning from the other teachers. And I was learning from the subject that I was teaching every day. Always a student. Always a teacher. The best teachers are always students. And the best coaches are always athletes and students. So thank you, Running, for constantly teaching me. Thank all of you for constantly teaching me. Thank you for supporting the podcast just feels so good to say it really really does it feels good to write it It feels good to say it. it feels good to hear it it's just thank you thank you thank you thank you so great so good all right well I feel great which is why I'm going to end here with the special announcement that was hinted at in the intro which is You know, This is going to serve also as the mailbag because I would say the number one question we get in our mailbag, whether it's to Coach Bennett's talking or Coach Bennett's podcast or Coach Bennett's newsletter is, when are you doing another best runner ever? Now, if you don't know what best runner ever is, back in the summer of 2022, Coach Tammy and I ran a program during the summer. I think I've already said that now. So I'm being redundant, being inefficient, exactly what I don't want to do and I'm making it worse by calling attention to it. But we had a month-long program called Best Runner Ever where we spent uh, two times each week for four weeks. It was eight sessions. where We got together with a group, and we talked about running. We talked about running in the summer. We talked about how to set up your training. So we would have basically a um, a segment where we presented a topic. We taught about it um, for one of the sessions, and then we had a second session in the week where we answered questions, whether about that session or kind of like an open forum. And that was four weeks long. And we keep getting asked like, when are you doing it again? When are you going to do it again? And we've wanted to do it again. And the schedules just haven't worked, but you know what we said? We're going to do it in February. We're going to do a best runner ever winter edition. That's right. This February. And we're going to open up signups early. How early? Like, Friday, November 24th early, through Monday, the 27th, November 27th, we're going to have a special deal. So you get a discounted um, rate and access to a very special Zoom call for everyone in December. So you're going to want to sign up between Thursday and Monday. And then after Monday, you can still sign up through January 31st but uh, the discounted rate and the special Zoom call uh, won't be an option. So it's kind of a special uh, Black Friday through Cyber Monday kind of deal. So you're going to want to check the links um, that I'll have during the show notes starting on Thursday. Again, that's when the doors will be open officially. And like I said, being redundant here again, Thursday to Monday, special discounted rate as well as access to anyone who signs up during that time to the Zoom call. In December. So, super excited about it. And I'm also, I get to design another t shirt. I love designing t shirts, whether it was for the, you know, the Bennett running camps um, or the Twilight Miles we used to do. And then Best Runner Ever, I got to do it. And now I get to do a Best Runner Ever winter edition. I don't have the design yet, but I'm super excited to start thinking about it. So anyway, everyone will get a t-shirt too. Uh, it's 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 gonna be fantastic. And it's another opportunity to bring the community together and have a really good time in February in February. See, to me, February is always the hardest month to run. It's just miserable. So the hope is that we can give everybody a really great February. Now, if you live somewhere in the world where it's not winter in February, that's cool because guess what? You're going to be learning stuff that you can use now wherever you are, but also you're going to be learning some great stuff about how to handle winter or cold weather or inclement running whenever it gets to you. So You don't have to be in winter to take a part in the winter edition of Best Runner Ever. You just got to be a great person, okay? That's kind of the one rule. If you're a great person, which guess what? You are. Then check it out, okay? So we'll have the details in there. And um, yeah, so that's it. So thank you again for listening, really. Thank you so much for listening, supporting the podcast, leaving reviews, leaving those ratings, and uh, subscribing, sharing it. Really appreciate it. There's a new Coach Bennett's newsletter. I'll put the link in there. That came out uh, yesterday, two days ago. If this is coming out on Thursday, the newsletter came out on Wednesday. Yeah, so the day before. So if you haven't signed up for that yet, sign up for it so it can be delivered straight to your inbox. In the meantime, just go check it out and go read it. It's also inspired by this kind of thank you message letter to running, and I hope you enjoy that as well. So take care of yourself. Take care of each other, and I'll meet you on another starting line. Thank you so much for listening to Coach Bennett's podcast today. And if you're not already following or subscribed to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening, well, I really wish you would because it helps a lot. Also, check out the show notes because you'll find a link to Coach Bennett's newsletter, as well as all the social media sites that I'm on. Places like Threads and Facebook and instagram and mastodon and youtube and even the artist formerly known as twitter whatever that dumpster fire is called today you'll find a link to it because i'm on there thank you so much again for listening and until next time take care of yourself